Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Right, hello everybody. Welcome back to James and Flav for now. We were literally just live with you guys for... But- the internet where I'm at right now is obviously not up to par, which is really, really annoying. Um, but it's done and dusted. So uh, me and Flav are going to record now and you'll still get your Jeff and podcast. That's, that's, that's as good as it's going to get. But uh, yep. the, the, uh, the, the, the huge amount of the, the wave of patrons that were going to come through after a high quality live stream has now <laughs> been lost um what a bloody cliffhanger although the comments will come back right let's get into this Flav, because I, w- I did want to talk about diego maradona because it is the title of the, the video at the moment um yep. and the importance of diego Mar- maradona the reason i say that is because in a world where you've got to be so perfect right now when you look at the the amount of kind of uh discourse that kind of gets spoken about about all of these top players who's the best who's been the best uh, looking at stats and bits and pieces like that. And I was looking at Maradona's stats. Maradona played from 1976 to 2001 and only played 491 games. So when we look at like the stats of like a Lionel Messi or Ronaldo or all these players, and obviously the different generations, so the media is different as well. But I um, I posted something on Instagram and I got a bit of stick because it wasn't about Diego Maradona, but I, I wasn't sure what I was supposed to say. After he after he passed away, you posted something on Instagram that wasn't related to Diego yes. Maradona. Yeah, and a lot of people going, "Have you got no respect? Why aren't you posting about Diego Maradona?" Which started the wheels turning on uh, on what maybe, I maybe should I have said. Have oh well, maybe I've, I I do have respect, so I, maybe I should talk about him. Maybe I'll what you think? Well, maybe I'll stay out of it. Well, yeah, that was the point. It's like, what am I? Yeah, I you know I remember him. Who cares if I remember him? So then I then I started thinking about. If, you know, I kind of explored it in my mind, the idea of I've got nothing to say, but then I started thinking about him and then thinking about what he has brought to football and then just the duality of him as a personality and how actually that's, he that he's very, very actually important uh, when it comes to the reasons why we actually love football. It is generally about the artistry and it's about those those players that, the way I described it on the live stream yesterday was the players that do stuff that make you go, how is he, how, like, how has he done that? And I, I, go on. Sorry, and I, well, I just did, I, when I, when I finished with it all, I was just like, look, Maradona's not perfect. And I don't think you need to get away from that, but actually I think you need to kind of drive into that because everyone's trying to be perfect right now. And at the same time, everyone's crippled with, uh, anxiety because they're scared of making a slip up or scared of getting something wrong. And what I found yeah. quite heartwarming about 
Diego Maradona, when I think about the reaction to his death, is despite having both the angel and the devil, you know, that God-given talent, but also the, you know, the, the problems that he had, I think it just highlights that you can you can be both and you can make mistakes and you can still have such uh, such a strong legacy with the people that you're around because actually it doesn't matter the points tally of the good things and the bad things that you did in your life it's the connections that you've had with people that was the thing it's, that I got to yeah I get it I get it uh, look you'll remember uh, Lionel Messi and Ronaldo as among in the top five players of all time probably Right, you will do that. But Maradona is remembered in that five in spite of the fact of all of the things that he'd done outside of what he did on the pitch. So that for me puts him at the very top of the pile. Like Pele, you know, scored huge amounts of uh, of goals in a farmers league. Um he, he never that he never left. Um he was done done incredible things at World Cup. So I'm not taking anything away from from Pele, because I'm sure he's he, he doesn't want me to do that to him, right? <laughs> but Crucially. but but yeah. But Diego Maradona came to Europe. He won league titles with Napoli when they hadn't done that in the history of their football club because he was such a great player. And people remember him and look at the outpouring that that that, that there has been since he since he passed away. Um, that what he did on the football pitch transcends the discretions that he that he'd um he'd undertaken as a, a human being and these are discretions that i've undertaken not not probably definitely not to the extent and i wish <laughs> to, to some degree for a couple of years i would have been able to live the kind of life that he has lived um but he's he's done those things and, and very publicly like he he's snorting cocaine on the pitch let alone like in in your bedroom or in a club or where when you're with a couple of birds is that that isn't what his cocaine use was about it was about uh it, it dominated his life clearly because he couldn't play in a world cup without being under the influence we all know that as the fact we all know that as a case and in, in a world where you can't make a step wrong outside of what is currently socially acceptable and then for him to be remembered in the way that he has been remembered uh in the next the last sort of 36 hours just shows what a great footballer he was. And, and and this is from someone who never saw him play. Mm. I ne- I never saw him play. I never I don't know how good he was because I never saw it. Like people who like eulogize over Diego Maradona right now who can watch him. Like my dad. My dad talks about Maradona being the best ever and this is an Englishman who who witnessed as a 15 16 year old him, you know, cheat his way to getting past England in the, I think it was the quarterfinals or semifinals, whatever it was. Um, and he still says he was one of the greatest. So if if he says it and he has, uh, uh, he's seen him play and I'm saying it and I haven't seen him play, that, then he must be, right? Yeah, I, I think that's, but that's it. Like I it, it, it dragged me back when I was going down this wormhole of, of all you know, these amazing clips of him. And there's this war- this clip of him warming up with, with music on. And it's just like, he's sort of dancing, but like with the ball. And you're just kind of confused at how he's doing all of this stuff. Um, it did, it dragged me back to the players that you do remember. 
and and it it just I think even my, me myself when I'm looking at football I often I'm looking at it kind of tactically I think we all are like a, a lot more that it's gone down that road like such a huge amount but there still are some of those players that it's it's kind of above practice like they're they're just like they're just sort of soaked in genius and and for him he kind of had that element of it but what I, I find really interesting as well is that and I'd, I've been to Argentina and he is like a deity there. Uh, but it's kind of his mindset as much as everything else, which again, I just think it's worth kind of, for me, it's just, I like, I, I like the sort of broadness of, um, of him as a personality that you feel like you could, I mean, of course, <laughs> with substances and this history and stuff, you know, you'd have a good night with Maradona, but even just sort of the sort of ability to kind of maybe sit down and chat with him. I feel like there's so much more personality with him than with a lot of these great great players, and yeah, but I also think that Jim that, that he wouldn't want to he wouldn't want to talk to you he wouldn't want to talk to me he wouldn't want to talk to anybody. Oh, no, well, yeah, I mean, but yeah, because he was constantly great. But my, my point, the point that I no, got to I'm all the time thinking. was it was about personality. Like we've got to retain the ability for players to have personality because I feel like we've lost that a little bit. Like who are the personalities right now? Yeah, but what do you do? Do you encourage that kind of personality, which was at the extreme of what a footballer should be? His talents um, gave him the opportunity to behave in the way that he did when he was alive. You know, he he was so good that we forgave him for being a bad. Yeah, multiple discretions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, so like, I I get it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm. I, do you know what I think you're struggling with as well, which I, I get as well. I was thinking about this as well. Is, is where's the sort of line when there when when someone like this passes away? How do you balance between the idea of just going too far in terms of eulogising on someone, especially when they've got got both sides uh, of it? You know, as a footballer, you can, but uh, as a, as a person, you you have to you have to you have to sort of take a step back and go: Would you have made? If, would I, in the same situation, have made the same mistakes, if they are mistakes, as Diego Maradona? And for me, personally, yeah, I would have done. The only difference between me and Diego Maradona is that I would have made all the mistakes he made and I had none of the ability he had. So, um, Also, I, this I, is like I, late 80s and things, you know. Yeah, but I, I think it's a great thing. I think it's a great thing that everybody is... Um, he's, the, the holding, holding him up as a bastion of... of football ideology or, or the ideal footballer rather is the correct, correct way to say it because he had all of the difficulties he, he, he came out of poverty massive poverty mm. he sold uh he, he would he would collect foil cigarette papers to make ends meet all, all of the you know if you made a movie out of his film it would a uh, movie out of his life it would be fantastic it'd be like the slumdog millionaire kind of shit yeah um, and, and you know that every man can relate to that, and that's the difference that's between it, me. Yeah. yeah, the difference between me and Harry Kane is that. No, sorry, the difference between Harry Kane and Diego Maradona is that Harry Kane is living a life and is doing things that I could never dream of doing. Diego Mar- Mar- Maradona had all of the talent and then lived the life that I've lived. Or to to a you know to a relatable extent, he just he was normal, 
And the same, same could, could be said for Ronaldinho, who, who, who pretty much gave up on his career at 27, 28, where footballers are supposed to be at the peak of their career. Diego Maradona, apparently, given the, the stuff that I've listened to over the last 24 hours and, and read, that, that, that he's, he peaked at 22, 23, and, and then sustained. He, his talent carried him through, but what could he have been if he would have been as mentally... Um, uh, sustainable or mentally appliant as someone like Ronaldo or Messi. Yeah, it's interesting though. Knows? You say Ronaldinho is a comparison because, the, like that, I thought that's interesting in itself. The idea of like players with that kind of freedom uh, and and uh, such an open mindedness when they play the game. That kind of there seems like there's a byproduct off the pitch that they can't kind of not behave themselves but like you know they they are they want to have that same kind of enjoyment <laughs> uh, else, elsewhere but yeah, yeah i just thought it was interesting for the but but if you if you're striving for that kind of level of um of reality you know playing football at that level can never be replaced like if you're a boxer and you that may work you've seen it happen so many times like yeah. Ty, mike tyson and Roy Jones Jr. at the weekend are, are going to be fighting in an exhibition match. They're not doing that because um, that because they believe that they're going to put on a, an amazing show for people to watch and pay for. They may need the money. They may do. But the, I, I believe the sole reason why they're doing it is because they miss everything that gave them the platform to be put up there above everybody else. That's, that's what I genuinely believe. And... You know, it's the same. Same for Maradona. Like he missed that. He, he had that opportunity. He 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 was the top footballer in the world. He was the best footballer in the world. And then, uh, as with all careers, it curtails and then makes a slow decline to just being human and having to exist. So what do you do? Like if you're Maradona, you can't go back and play football again. Like you can, like Tyson and, and Roy Jones Jr. can can go back into the ring again, and people will watch it probably. They shouldn't, in my mm. opinion, because it's unethical. But Maradona can never go back to playing Premier League football or pre Premiership football or whatever. Any kind yeah. of professional football is what I'm saying. So he can't go back to that. So what does he do? You have to nourish yourself in other ways. And unfortunately, the way that he nourished himself was through things that were unhealthy for him that resulted in him at 60, 60 years old, given the fact that he was a professional athlete, that his heart gave up. Mm. Um yeah, I guess there's an element of that, chasing identity. I guess the only thing I would say is different with Maradona is that, you know, at, he, a lot of people say at the peak of his powers at Napoli, that that excess had already kicked off. Do you know what I mean? So there's yeah. maybe a little yeah. bit of difference there. So he joined He joined at Napoli, didn't he, where where they hadn't won the league ever. And then they won, uh, was it three, two, two league titles yeah, in yeah. three years? Or and, and the UEFA Cup as well. I mean, I just, yeah, I don't know, I just... When you talk about those that list, the list of those players, like I think that that the mix of the charisma as much as the quality is why why I keep loving going to watch a team like QPR where you don't often have a lot of great players because it is about the Adele Terraps, it is about the Eze's. Now I'm not comparing them, I'm just stylistically. No, I understand. You know, it's you those know it's those guys. They're cru like they're crucial to football and. Yeah, we've they have to remain. Like I'm not sure how many there are anymore because everything is so functional. And so I think it just it highlighted that for me. So I, yeah, I thought it was uh, it was oh, worth talking about. 
Um, right, should we should we talk nonsense now for forty minutes? Yeah, we do. Uh, can you turn your camera on, Jim? Uh, I can't because oh oh because of the new setup because of the streaming. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. I'll just imagine your just imagine face. my little face. Uh, little face, don't that beautiful. Well, this could be the future if we had like an old school. If we had a normal pod, it would be it would be like this with that out over the phone, like in the do, old days. Do you remember when we used to work on Ball Street? And um, oh, yeah. I used to when you we we go for beers on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday, Thursday, Thursday, Friday night, mainly Friday night. Oh, and sometimes I look at you across the pub and thought, what a handsome human being he is. Go away. Um, <laughs> right, quote of the pod. I've done a serious bit. Quote of the pod. Sam uh, Sammy A says. I only thought, so this, the, for anyone who doesn't know, these are some of the best quotes from last week's pod. Go and check it out if you missed it. We're talking about Mourinho uh, and Pep. Who is the better manager? I think that was proven, Flav. We can talk about Spurs and they're possible because they've got a big game this week as well, which we'll be we'll chatting about during the Derby games. But quotes of the pod. First one, <laughs> I think this was you, Flav. I only thought about punching the eight-year-old in the back of the head. <laughs> Yes, one of yours. Yeah, that was an eight-year-old with a Man City shirt on. Uh, I didn't do it. I just thought about it. Important to say that. Ryan Walker, quote of the pod. She clearly wants to pause spread. Um, Who said that? I think that was you, bud. <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean? I think it well, that's for uh, birds and that, which actually someone's got a uh, new name for birds and that, which uh, is so bad. I actually think it's quite good. So stick around for that. And Joe... Uh, so those are the two main main uh, quotes of the pod. Uh, in terms of comments of the week, we've got quite a few here. Um, Joe Ball. I just love this exchange. So we basically said to a lot of people, make sure you keep checking in because we hadn't done it for a while and someone had asked and everyone would just keep checking in and it was really, really nice. I was pleased that like, everyone got involved. Some people were going, oh, you know, I've had a bit of a tough week, but I think I'll be all right. Like, I'm okay, actually. There was a lot of checking in. I really, it was really life it was lovely, wasn't it? Yeah, you're right. Uh, Joe Ball said, I just love this exchange. Just checking in. Left a banana in my bathroom at university before coming home for lockdown. Going back after Christmas. Hopefully it's not too rotten. Love the podcast. Which seems banal, but then someone else just got involved. Josh Brownless. Was it already going, Brown, before leaving? I hope it's okay, mate. <laughs> just that little bit of support over his banana. Uh, Joe Ball replied saying, it was totally fresh, so it could be okay. I'd already packed and I was wandering around with it. Put it down for some reason in the bathroom. Shut the door and turn the lights off with it still sitting there. I only realised on the train back, whispered, shit, the banana <laughs> to myself and got a weird look from a woman sitting opposite me. Just pretends to fall asleep after that. Um, hopefully the banana is okay. Make sure you let us know if the banana is all right um, when you do go back. But it, I don't think it stands a chance, to be honest. No, it'll be a decrepit little pathetic thing. Hmm. Um, uh, just, 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 you know, if you're out there and you're watching this and you're enjoying it, and you feel like you need someone out there to know that you're okay. All you need to do is drop your drop a little, just checking in yeah. in the comments below because it'll mean the world to us if you do. So Absolutely. Let us know how you're doing in the comments below. Just say, just checking in. Yeah, just pop in here. Just pop in for a quick one. Is it right if I come in? Something like that as well might be nice. It's not uh, yeah. need, not, not into oh, our homes. Or yeah. anything. I think you did. You might have also said, make sure you're checking in so we know you're okay, but don't do anything too heavy. Don't you don't want to bring down the mood? <laughs> it's like, well, careful. Well, I mean, I mean, like, let us know, but just don't let us let us know. Okay. Uh, another comment of the week, Samuel Vidler. I thought this pod was dead. <laughs> now I'm worried that it never stopped. Can I have a season recap? Flav, fancy it? Fancy having a go? Is there any way with your memory? I don't know if you could do a season recap. 
What do you think? Season, give me some parameters in terms of dates. So what, I would, what point? We had a massive pandemic. I don't know if this bloke realised. <laughs> yeah. So we did stop the pod, but we brought it back at the start of the season. Uh, there were some Man United were the Piranhas were out for Lampard, then Solskjaer, and then we needed to create some Liverpool cracks, which we've done. Some people will play, but oh, oh they'll play. And then uh, we've uh, brought back birds in that, and now we've got some Manglu. Which sounds bad, but it actually just means that we're, we're getting behind Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and uh, Liverpool have cracked due to pressure of us and this podcast. Uh, and that's probably about it. We thought Arteta was good. We're now not sure if he's good. We thought Spurs were bad and now we think they might be good. And we thought, Come on! <laughs> we thought Chelsea had too many players and it turns out they've got the, just the right amount. Um, so that's yeah, that's nice fair enough. Yeah, well, yeah. Done. well oh, done. Oh, yeah. We've, uh, and we've tucked into some badges, weirdly. And we had... Oh, actually, we also had... Uh, <laughs> We had a uh, periodic table of football clubs, but don't worry, that bit's over now. Not worth mentioning, really. Not really. Uh, can you share your screen with me, Jim? Just can in case I. I um, yes, I can. Just in case I we go to football badges or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I, good I just point. Don't know good what point. Okay. There it is. There we go. Tell you what. Nine and a half. Let's uh, know uh, in the comments below. Is it nine and a half? pounds is it nine and a half eight no, is it nine and eight thousand is it no that's nine and a half thousand pounds it. go <laughs> uh jay tomlin's quote of the pod keep checking in and if you're down let us know but don't bring the mood down too much <laughs> that was what i meant well yeah because like, we're, we're doing a podcast like we get it like people are sad that's out there it. and we want you to be inclusive we want to give you light relief if you're coming near going like oh fuck my dad's dead it's not going to work, mm. is it? It's not going to help, help us to keep this positive conversation going about football. Uh, if we have to talk about football, that isn't going to help. Yeah. I mean, of course, this week's podcast is a bit of an anomaly because we had to speak about death for the first 15 I minutes. felt like we did it good, though. Yeah, I felt we, 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 we did good. Uh, Anthony O'Malley, never commented before, but listened for years, just checking in. Love you, boy. It's got 10 likes. Really like that. Um, Denza DOD. This is interesting. Just checking in, lads. Notice there's been no one policing... The comments uh, with a less of that for a while now. Right, well, what is that about, though? What is that about, Jim? Uh, so we had people checking in. So the OGs back in the, back in the day, uh, we had people checking in, but then there was a little bit of negativity. We couldn't have that, and so we wanted the comment section to police themselves. I think we had positive, our positive. It's the only positive place on the internet. The only place <laughs> where you can't be horrible. Exactly, unless it's so we, unless we use the community to to to, to police to police the community and the only way you have to do that is if someone said something mean you don't acknowledge it no, no detail about what they've said you just say less of, less that. of that and it worked it did it, work. really it really did um so denzel wants to get back involved with that um so he said uh less of that for a while now and we can't have people having a go at each other in the comments left right and center so i'm putting myself forward for the role buckle up boys sheriff denzel is in town from next week on there's going to be changing round, changes around yes. these parts. Everyone is going to get along just fine. <laughs> Wonderful. Love it. So keep an eye out for Denza, guys, if you're in the comments this week. Uh, Ahmed Hosni, FYI. I thought this was interesting. On this, So this Friday, tomorrow, 27th, is billed the final of the century in the Eastern world. The African Champions League final between two enormous rivals, Zamalek, my club, and Ali. Oh, Egypt. Zamalek of Egypt. Correct, correct. Both of, both of Egypt, I think. Um, 
Both of the most successful clubs in Egypt, Africa and the Middle East. And it's by far the biggest derby in the region. I'm a complete nervous wreck. Can I just stop you there? Okay. Mido, Tottenham Hotspur. I knew it was Mido. I I was like, how does he know this? It's got to be Mido. (laughs) (laughs) Has played for both clubs. I think he managed Zamalek as well. Good knowledge, just, Jeff Black. Carry on. I'll just give you. I'll drop these little nuggets in every time. Gorgeous. You just carry on. Thanks. Uh, I'm a complete nervous wreck. To put it in Flav perspective, <laughs> see, he he didn't think he'd he didn't back you. He didn't think you had the knowledge on uh, Egyptian football. Shame on you, Ahmed. Um, yeah. What did he say? He said, uh, to put it in a Flav perspective, imagine Spurs versus Arsenal in a Champions League final. Then imagine Arsenal just won 15 out of the last 16 league titles and countless Champions League trophies thrown in there. That's what my team has to contend with. If we lose, it would definitely be the worst football feeling I've ever had in my life. Seriously stressing about this game, not looking forward to the upcoming week. So I think, oh, that's it. So Zamalek, we're... It's helped. That's helped. If you want to go with the underdog, or, or certainly Flav, you need to be going with Zamalek. That you're, that's the Spurs of Egyptian football. Right. So uh, when's this game happening? Tomorrow. I'm put, tomorrow. I'm going to put this into my to-do list. I'm literally doing this right now. Add task. <laughs> Find out score of Zamalek. I can spell it because uh, I. Do you know what? I interviewed Mido, Mido yeah, once in a in a, in a wonderful. What say wonderful? A really expensive hotel in Knightsbridge. And uh, Mido's phone battery was running out, and I had a, you know, one of those battery bank things. Mm. And I said, "Don't worry, Mido. Thanks for all the goals at Spurs. Not that many. Uh, you can use mine." And I left without it. And he left it. He sent me a text later saying, "I've left your battery bar or whatever the fuck it's called <laughs> at the reception, knowing full well I'd never go back for it because it's just a fucking thing. It cost twenty quid." Well, I mean, well, he didn't realize how much cash you had. Yeah, that's that's I'm more wedged than I'm not. That's ridiculous. Uh, Zamlek and uh, Al Ali, H A H L Y. A couple of calm takes from last week, Flav. Uh, Henri, I like to call him. Uh, the Pepe flop shout truly shows how fickle and quick to jump on the bandwagon football fans are in the modern day. As a base rule, can we give a player? At least two seasons before we label them as a flop from now on. No? Okay? I thought so. Um, no problem. <laughs> what, what, what do you think of that, James? Well, that's it. I mean, I thought that was the question is when, how long do you give a player before they are officially a flop? Because Pepe is, what's it? It's season and a couple of months, and it has been a flop thus far. I, I would I, I would say it's a difficult one. It's very nuanced conversation here, Jim. And I'm, I'm glad that your man, his name Josh. His Henry. Name? Henry. Glad, glad that Henry's uh, brought this up because if you look at, you know, the Spurs, Soldado and uh, Janssen were two of the biggest flops I've ever seen. And they played football just a little bit longer than Pepe has lasted at, at Arsenal. But I think the difference is, is, what they do and, 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 and the flashes of moments and whether or not you can look at those flashes of moments and think he's got something. Whereas Soldado and Janssen definitely didn't have anything. Janssen was literally one of the worst players I've ever seen play for Tottenham. And I'd line him up with him, Tramazani, and Tramazani. bloke we bought from PSV. He was garbage. Um, so it, it's I, I wouldn't call... Pepe, like taking my Spurs hat off, I wouldn't call Pepe a flop yet because there's clearly 
a really good player in there. The headbutt has no relation to what he can do on the pitch. It has nothing. It's just a, a man who lost his head or found his head. And found someone else. In, in, yeah, in, in, in that moment. But what he can do on the pitch, I feel I feel like there's something there. But for, for what you're, what's happening here with you, mate, is you're a fan and you're on Twitter and you're 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 taking some substance from fans of other football clubs yeah. and thinking that's reality. Block it out. What you need to do is grow a bigger pair of bollocks, okay. mate, and stop worrying about what other people think about your players. Is he good enough by your own eyes? If he is, then don't worry about convincing fucking fucking what, what would you call them? Like uh Pele no uh, no football football trolls basically football Twitter no 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 what what would you call them like uh like uh Kane elite or what all these <laughs> fucking weirdos use Trey Cortistas now yeah, double, or, double pivot or, at double pivot Hun Min Son elite yeah. what what are these freaks do right <laughs> don't, don't worry about them faceless Just, freaks. Yeah. Just, just, just concentrate on your own players. Don't, don't. This doesn't need. This isn't a calm take. You're furious. It's clear. Okay. Yeah, it does feel a little bit. The, uh, the one thing I like with the question though, just to answer the question, I generally actually think, and this is probably harsh. You've probably got, in terms of ninety minutes, players have probably got about twelve games. But every season, every season, you get like a mini reset. For each preseason, because you go, oh, now you know he's been here a year. Now he's got a chance, and also you get extra games, and it, in fact, possibly an extra season if you're a um, if you're a player from South America, because they need time to yeah. settle. Apparently, indeed, indeed. Well, let, let, can I ask you a question, Jim? Yeah, if, please do. Um, you know, Ericsson had a wonderful career at Tottenham, right? Mm. I know he's going through some struggles at the moment. But if Ericsson had a wonderful career at Tottenham, if he had tattoos up to his shoulders or up to his neck, up to his jawline and a mad Mohican haircut, would he be worth £10 million more than what we sold him for? I think that, I think this is a real thing. And I actually, I was pleased. I heard this on a like quite sophisticated podcast, like about a couple of months ago that like people are actually very shallow. I actually think when we were looking at different, say football managers, for example, this is the example that was used here. It's like Arteta is, is what you want your manager to look like. And so that will help him in terms of people's ideas of him. The opposite what? goes for someone like Southgate. Like Southgate is his like Maybe. not to have a go at Gareth, but his name's Gareth, not the sexist of names. He's you know not the best looking. There's a meme about him with the water and all that stuff. Like he's not sort of this slick, Simeone Guardiola looking guy. And it, people are yeah. shallow. People are shallow. So so, so, so there are. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not sure Arsenal fans are really on board with Arteta really anymore. Um, Need a window. They, piranhas are out. They, they are. No, they if are. they don't score this week. If they don't score this week, the piranhas are out. For Who are they playing this week? Wolves. Good defence. <laughs> defence is on top of that um, is it, is it, uh, uh, Does Wolves have a good defence? I don't know. Wolves have got a good defence. I think, I think I, I heard a stat that I think in 34 of the last 37 games that Wolves have played in, they've not scored in the first half. Um, so the, the thing with Arteta is, it, is and I, I've been saying this for for weeks as a Spurs fan who really wants to see cracks in anything that Arsenal do. And I have been saying that they're really boring to watch. It's boring. That there is almost no dy- dynamic, 
di- dynamism. There's nothing dynamism. There's nothing dynamic about their attacking play at all, and yeah. it's it, it plays out during the game. And and, and the fact is, is, they haven't they haven't scored a goal in 500 minutes. What was it? Five minutes. 500 minutes. I, and another stat for you. I think you could have watched you could have watched all of the Lord of the Rings trilogy and uh, the director's uh, extended cuts. Um, within the time last time Arsenal scored a Premier League goal, stealing stats. That is great, but if you you know if you, what do they do, Arsenal fans? Do they hold on? Do they just think like, oh, we were wrong about Emery? Do do, do uh, let me ask you a question. Any Arsenal fans out there? Are you ready to own up and say you don't know what the fuck you're talking about? None of you. And I, I will own up as a Spurs fan as I don't know what the fuck. I'm, all I'm going to do is watch my team. Hopefully they play well. Hopefully uh, Jose Mourinho delivers us the title or a cup or whatever. And I hope that that's the case. But what I say about my team means absolutely zero. I just want Arsenal fans out there. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> We've still got like 40 minutes of football chat I've got to do here. And you're going to have to have an opinion on some of it. I think we all understand yeah, you... we might be wrong. You might be no, right, it means though. nothing. It means nothing because we could none of us, including you, James, could ever truly understand what it means to manage a football club. Fair point. Well, I mean, you did it in the family cup. Right. Sean Clancy. Yeah, we got to the final, didn't we? We got to the final. Yeah. We're cheating. Yeah, we were cheating. How did you not win that? Sean Clancy, just checking in, lads. Hope you are well. Bit of a brave take here. But if Jose wins the league with Spurs, <laughs> this is hot off the back of this double double Arsenal. Um, they're in a tough place, aren't they? And, and people, you know... People will throw shots at them, but uh, this is a uh, this is a calm take, and I think it's an interesting question. If Jose wins the league with Spurs, brackets big if, does he go ahead of Arsene Wenger in the list of the best Premier League managers, winning four titles over a fifteen-year period with different clubs, versus what Wenger did, which is winning three league titles uh, in seven years, followed by fourteen years? of top four and FA Cups. It's tough to ignore what Jose's done elsewhere, but winning it with Spurs makes it a conversation between him and Arsene on Prem alone. Do you put him above it? Arsene I don't care. I, don't, I really don't care. I, re- I don't give a shit about that <laughs> at, at all because what he did, the only reason I care about Jose Mourinho is really he's a Spurs manager. Really good. So I like it, Sean. I like it, Sean. I thought that was good. I thought that was good. I thought we no, it, no, it's a good it. question. It's just what you're asking me as a Spurs fan. I don't care what Jose Mourinho did for Chelsea. I'm not going to give him credit for that. That that what he did there. I only care what he's what he, what he does for Spurs. So, like, if he's a better manager than like you know, he's a Spurs manager now. Uh, he may win two or three league titles in the next four years. Yeah. All I right. think he does. He I think he does if he does it with Spurs. I don't could him. He could. Please. <laughs> he Come on. Anyway, but he's um oh, you know, it? look, it's it's the the, the the big there was a massive rivalry between Mourinho and Arsene Wenger. If he wins a league title with Spurs. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Given the fact that he went to uh, Chelsea and won back-to-back league titles after them not winning the league for 50 years, you know, bearing in mind when Arsene Wenger took over at Arsenal, 2007. Yeah, that's when he took so over. So they've won the league in the last 10 years. So 1997, Jesus, was that long ago? Um, yeah, he, uh, he, he, Arsenal had won the league under George Graham in um, 1989. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the the achievements of Jose Mourinho would eclipse in terms of Potts one. Yeah, they'd eclipse what 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 Arsene Wenger had, had done at Arsenal. But what what you got to remember with Arsene Wenger, he 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 t- he took a very boring workman like football club and brought them into the new era. Yeah. And then their fans shit on him for it. <laughs> yeah. 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 A little bit. Um. Although, I mean, I mean everyone did. Yeah. Everyone did. Everyone was like, that's enough now. That's enough now. No, got, not really, Jim. got Jim. Jim, you, you did, remember, actually. Right. You were consistent. You were consistent. I, I said I never. I, 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 I can't wait for the day he leaves the football club because I realise that they will then become into what they have become. Because football, like like, like, like DT, Troops, Arsenal fan, t- Arsenal fan TV, all them, they've grown up on what Arsenal... They've grown up suckling Arsenal Wenger's teeth. Right, and then they've grown too old for the teat, and they want other tits, like we all do as men. And 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 then they realise, shit, perhaps Arsene Menger's teat's better, or perhaps they haven't realised it at all, and they're just floundering around the fields and an urban landscape of London, and just looking for tits, any tits, and it's not as good as Arsene Wenger's tit. You know that Twitter account where it's um it's like football players with boobs, Arsene Wenger's boobs. Are like those boobs in something about Mary? You know the older like is it the older ears. one? Like yeah. dog's ears. Yeah, spaniel's ears, definitely. Very Spaniel wrinkly. Uh, right, wow. Which was a bit that we started last week. <laughs> Mad takes. Jim, sorry, sorry to do this. Can you can read through these while I have a cigarette? Is that right? Good. No. Come on, let me Sit do it. Down. No, you won't read these through, and I'll come back to you. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? <laughs> That's a kick in the zoo. Um, outside, I don't, Jim. Outside, in, in where I live in the West Country, it's um, a beautiful place. But the mist has descended throughout the whole day, and it looks like a, I, I, I've lived. I live in a sort of some sort of um, medieval 
uh, war zone. You know, before this podcast where you went, oh, I've got to go by this point. Remember that? You yeah, 25, that? 20 minutes from now. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Nomad takes this week and they were really funny. We'll save them for next week. You're all missing out on that because Flav decided to go up because of his disgusting habit carry smoking on. cigarettes. I thought you were going to carry on. I'm not I'm just going to read them out. I need someone to bounce off. <laughs> Come on. Unbelievable. You're a professional, Jim. No, it's a two-person thing. All right, Dragging sorry, me down. Derby games! <laughs> time for some Derby games. Move forward. Uh, derby games were really, really good this week. Really, really, really good uh, this week. Let me show you the... Uh, the uh, the games that we've got this week. First of all, Flav, uh, it's the big one. You need to decide which score will you never know um, from the games this weekend. We've got Crystal Palace versus Newcastle, Brighton versus Liverpool, Man City, Burnley, Everton, Leeds, West Brom, Sheffield United, Southampton, Man United, Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal, Wolves, Leicester, Fulham and West Ham, Aston Villa. Where are you Burnley? Know. Oh, there they are, Man City. Uh, West Brom, Sheffield United. I think, yeah. Whoever's down the bottom. What's what's going on with uh, Chris Wilder? Is that is he being sussed out? Second syndrome, second season syndrome. I think they've got they've got a, a a real real problem because of two reasons. One, they can't score goals, and secondly, probably more importantly, actually, is they they only have players for one system, the system that worked last year, so they can't really change it. Like, like in a big way. So they're yeah. quite easy to suss out. So they'll have to just get a hell of a lot better at the system that they're playing right now. Do, do you reckon, Jim, do you reckon he, like, Chris Wilder gets home to his wife and there's, like, there's doilies everywhere. Of course. There's, yeah, there, there's like, you, you know, like, um, floral patterned sofas and he sits down in a proper ramp in his Sheffield United tracksuit and his wife goes, oh, and do the, just say what's wrong in a in a Yorkshire accent. What's wrong, love? <laughs> I just can't get it bloody right. Yeah, <laughs> you Bristol. What's wrong, <laughs> duck? I can't get it right. Can I? I can't get it right. <laughs> just, yeah. pot, just give me my pot, hot pot. And fuck off. This hot pot's not even hot. Where's he gone now? He literally gets up and walks out. It's just mad. God, just stop walking off. This is mental. <laughs> I, I left the back door open. All right, okay. It's freezing um, cold air coming. Uh, obviously, remember, <laughs> you've got a big game like this. So uh, West Brom versus Sheffield United. Not only is it bottom versus second bottom, it's also, uh, according to Jack Pallet, uh, we still not forgot about the Battle of Bramall Lane derby. Now, for anyone who doesn't remember the Battle of Bramall Lane... I don't know what that is. So the Battle of Brown Lane was a game Sheffield United versus West Brom on 16th of March 2002, right? Wow. And it's a game where, uh, what was his name? The manager, uh, it was Neil Warnock. And who's the other manager? What's his name? He was a Premier League manager for West Brom. It was Ginger Hare. Oh, um, oh, what, Graham Strachan? Gary Megson. Gary Megson. Gar- oh, God. Have you ever seen a man who makes you feel more sick than him? I am. Um, yeah, I used to work with his son at Sheffield <laughs> Wednesday. It was really weird, and his son, his son was really like, 
you know, we're, you know, modern men. He was like, he's a good looking guy. And I remember I really wanted to say to him, how are you so good looking? Like, Gary Bex, your dad's ah. butters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Anyway, the Battle of Bramalane uh, is the informal, he's got his own Wikipedia page if you want to find out more about this. Informal game, and it's on YouTube as well. Search it. Uh, game given to uh, first division match between Sheffield United and West Brom. Uh, where is it? <laughs> this is amazing. Sheffield United, known as the Blades, committed multiple fouls and got three of their players sent off by the 65th minute, two of whom were substitutes, leaving Sheffield United with only eight players on the pitch. 17 minutes later, two of their other players would get injured and were taken off, leaving United with only six players. So the referee abandoned the game in the 82nd minute uh, because Sheffield United didn't have enough players uh, to play the rest of the game. But the sendings off in this game, the tackles in this game are an absolute disgrace. And... um, the backstory of it is that I think, I don't know if it's because of this game or kind of going leading into this game. I think it's actually because of the game. Neil Warnock and Gary Megson to this day hate each other. Absolutely hate each <laughs> other. Uh, but yeah, if you've got a second, go on YouTube, search that game. George Santos, who went and played for QPR, does one of the most disgusting tackles I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, big derby game. Uh, here's one for the OGs. This is class, right? Danny Galloway, thanks for this. Not on the list uh, of Premier League matches, but tonight, so Thursday, uh, is Rangers versus Benfica, which is the reverse white teeth game derby. Long time listeners oh, wow. will know. Because Porto wow, that's, Celtic. That's always, and, yeah, white teeth. Tell you what, just go and listen to all you have to do is uh, type into white white type into YouTube White Teeth is it diaries? Chronicles, maybe? Chronicles, White Teeth Chronicles. And you'll understand completely what, what, what that means. Not only will you understand what that means, you'll then be treated to 30 minutes of the best storytelling you'll ever hear. This is the greatest story about football that isn't about football that you've ever heard. Yeah, just amazing. just go right now, go to YouTube, type White Teeth Chronicles. <laughs> this is back in the day when me and Jim were at Bull Street and we were doing one for the weekend and we were given free license to... to about whatever the fuck we wanted to talk about and it was gold it was uh right uh ollie sage southampton versus united quite a few high quality southampton versus united the pochettino christmas carol derby a visit to pochettino's past and future (laughs) that was really really good i think that's going to be the case i think definitely think pochettino is going to end up at psg do you think just there for a minute too cool it's just on the ropes just, just there for him. If you're a Southampton fan, do you, do you look at Hasselhutl and, and it all going well and you go, yeah, but what's the point? We'll, we'll get near Europe and he'll get pinched and the best yeah. players will get pinched. And yeah, back in to a way. square one. It's tough, isn't it? It's tough. It's really hard. It's really, really difficult. I mean, I, I guess if you're a Southampton fan, you can look at what Leicester have done um, because they're comparable in size, I think. Leicester and, and, and Southampton are comparable in size. They could build something, have a great season in the Leicester Premier League. They've got a lot more money. A lot more money, haven't they? But, but since since the Premier League. So I don't know before then. I think well, just there I'm just thinking about their owners. Maybe I don't no, know I enough just, about something. Uh, yeah, I mean that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But they, they, they you know, they definitely know what they're doing. They've managed that Southampton have been managed incredibly well. I mean they, mm. they had that season where they nearly went down when they brought Mark Hughes back, but they they've, they've been managed incredibly well. Uh, you know, they had Pochettino, Hassan Hootle. Um, the, you know, they, they rebounded from Mark Hughes where it felt like they are oh, just shit. We don't know what to do. But, you know, they, they've had a, a brilliant 
Yeah, yeah, smashing it. Acquisition. Yeah, yeah. So fair enough. Yeah, uh, Matty Hennigan, uh, West Ham versus Aston Villa. We are the real claret and blue derby. Um, Ashley also says it's the David Cameron derby. How do you not know who you support, you fucking moron? <laughs> what is the guy? I, 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 he doesn't get enough stick for that. Who do you support? West it- West Ham. Yeah, oh, big West Ham fan. Claret and blue. Yeah, Love them. Politician, he just needs to attach himself. Certainly not to those two clubs. If you're a politician, you've got to attach yourself to a big club, proper. It's just, I mean, but it, it blows my mind. Absolutely blows my mind. Uh, ben Spanton Walker, Everton versus Leeds, is uh, we have better managers than half of the top six Derby. Maybe. Who? Who are your Leader. top? Who are top? So it's Klopp and Klopp, Guardiola, Mourinho. Yeah, there's two spaces uh, in there at least. There is. Yeah. Uh, Ancelotti, you've got to say on. on yeah, Ancelotti's what he's done. in there for sure. And then Bielsa. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, yes, sir. Maybe, maybe. No, 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 no. Like, he was nominated for Manager of the Year in the FIFA Best Awards. Yeah, I know. That's madness, isn't it? Surely. Gareth Ainsworth. Know, well, he won, he won a championship and then. With, with a club and... too big for the championships, basically. Well, no, he, he, I guess he, 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 he manifested, he manifested the greatness in the potential greatness in Leeds. And maybe, maybe if he stays in the Premier League, and I'm sure he will, they're definitely too good to go down. They play against Arsenal, even with when they went down to 10 men, they, they were too, they were the better team, right? If he gets a season in the, in, in the Premier League with the money, you know, COVID permitting, then maybe you could push Leeds back into somewhere where they used to belong. Maybe not. They had 25 shots against Arsenal and didn't score a goal. First team to do that. 25 shots. They hit the bar bar three times. They had like three or four guilt-edged chances. With a better striker, they would have done better. I'm not taking anything away from Bamford, but he he is not a top 10 striker. He's He's a lower league Premier League striker. So you... He's prep. I think he's prep. I think it's it's also hectic. It's hard to have that composure. I think. No, I agree. He was prem. He, he's just not a top. He, he's not. You know, he, he would never get in the top six. He'd never get in the top eight. No, there's no one in the top eight would sign Patrick Bamford. So they, what I'm saying is, they need quality. They add quality to Bielsa's mad work ethic. Then who knows what Leeds can do? Okay, then that's uh, Leakley Weeds. Uh, Jack Paolo. Oh, we did that one. Uh, Charlie Peach. Um, Palace versus Newcastle. Oh, this is this is wonderful. And this is where, where is it? Smith. So Smith did this last week. You remember I was like, oh, Smith did one, but it was, it was actually for this week. Uh, Crystal Palace versus Newcastle is the ideal homes for Disney Princesses Derby. <laughs> that is with Crystal Palace and a new castle. That, yeah. <laughs> that that's, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's, the, that's the subtlety and nuance of, of uh, a derby. Yeah. That is. That is that is what we are after. Uh, Charlie Peach also suggests that it's, uh, it has to be the Alan Pardew derby. The fact it's on Friday night is a nice touch. That in itself is not a good derby for me because you're just putting a player in there or a manager in there. But well, the reason I put that in there is because I thought Alan Pardew's just become... Is it technical director at... Where's he Sophia. Going? Yeah. Sophia. Somewhere in Russia. And he was... Do you know what I did think with that? I was like... Bulgaria, Bulgaria. Is it Bulgaria? Sorry, that's terrible. Um... Imagine if he, imagine if he really did carve out, a, you know, a new career there and spent fifteen years in Bulgaria. Like it's just not going to happen. He's sitting there in Bulgaria, and Sofia has just gone. Fuck! What do I do now? Yeah. How am I going to attract people to this club 
in Bulgaria. I just, yeah, he'll be, there's no, there is no, I would put every penny I have on the fact that he will not be there more than two seasons. There's just no way. If he's there, if he's there eight months, I'd be amazed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, when like Brian Robson <laughs> becomes manager of Thailand, you go, oh, you're there for the yeah. long run, are you? He, get, he gets a message from his agent going, and he's like, yeah, party, if it's party, there, he goes, so, so, the agent goes, Sophia? He goes, oh, yeah, you're blonde hair, big tit. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, there's a, there's a club in I'll still go. Bulgaria. I'm sure there's some. Should have been. There was some Jamie. Jamie, Jamie, Chelsea versus Spurs is the, uh, well, you've got to take them seriously, but no one really expects them to win it. Derby. Thoughts? Gooner, is it? Gooner? Uh, I don't know. I think uh, 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 there's three teams in it, really, and and uh, two of them are playing on Sunday, and there's Liverpool. Interesting. Can you? I mean, you can win it. Can you win it? Well, but look, previously I would say, we can win it. Of course we can win it. But now we're saying, we can win it. Honestly, we can win it. I'm We've telling you. Now. What happens? So next yeah, week, next week, if you beat Chelsea, then what are you saying? Two nil, two nil win. What say next week? If, look, if if we you're gonna win we, it, how does it sound? Because you've said the same sentence twice there. So no, we could win it. And then this week is like we we could win it. So what is it next week? It. Like seriously, stop fucking about. We can win it. That would be the <laughs> that would be the the energy. Sure, that would be the energy. It's just like, yeah, you got you got semi. I mean, what, what more could you want? Like, he, like we lost the first game of the season. We've beaten Man, Man United away. Uh, we, we've we've beaten Man City at home and Chelsea away. If we if we've won those three games, bearing in mind we have to play Arsenal at home, which, by all rights, based on what's happened so far this season, we'll win as well. Yeah, well, at least a draw because they can't score. Yeah. So look, it's. Um, we, we, I mean, we can win. It's just this Chelsea game feels big. This is good. I like this. We'll come back next week. We'll ask you, ask you again. All right. Uh, City versus Burnley. Like this, Jay. Good work. Uh, City versus Burnley is the ideal training session for both teams. Derby. <laughs> that's, that's really good. That's a fella. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. They're really good this week, guys. Um, Marcus Jones, Brighton versus Liverpool. There's a couple of derbies for this one. Brighton versus Liverpool is the multiple choice options in a pub quiz for where the Titanic was built. Derby. <laughs> And uh, Daniel, Dan Beattie, and I think there was someone else as well, but Dan got there first. Uh, niche one, but Brighton versus Liverpool is the Labour Party annual conference <laughs> derby. Very, <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, and that's all your derby games for this week. Um, Coventry badge. How, actually, how much time have we got? Joe, I don't want to miss out. On... We can revisit some of this stuff. This we can come back fault. to this. Let's do, um, let's do birds and that. Let's just tuck into a juicy birds and that. <clears throat> okay. Okay. We take our time with this because this I feel like this is part of the big story at the moment with the pod. Right. Straight to birds of that. Next week we'll have the likes of home wins, which is two weeks. We've been waiting to read that out. Uh, Liverpool cracks, which was um, oh actually this Liverpool crack. I'll just read it quickly, just because. I mean, I just want to get your reaction to it. Scott from England. His name is uh, feeling the need to speak up slash out regarding a few of Liverpool's injuries. It's not unlucky. To have a goalkeeper hashed uh, what's the word? Uh, hang on, it's not unlucky to have a goalkeeper Bruce Lee flying kick your central defender. It's also not unlucky to have a midfielder poleaxed by Richarlison. Both VVD and Thiago were attacked. <laughs> Thoughts? 
That feels like a Liverpool crack in itself, that comment. Oh, stop being such a wit. Just <laughs> they attacked. Something happened on a pitch that happens all over the pitch, all over the world, right? On many pitches, <laughs> on Hackney Marshes, on a Sunday league. These challenges happen. Your players weren't attacked. They weren't victimised. They were, they were victims of an unfortunate situation. Yeah. Like, what, like what, do, have you ever in your life, whoever sent that comment in, <laughs> have you ever, li- ever in your life... Make sure you check in. Described, huh? Don't worry, go on. Whenever, ever in your life uh, described the challenge on David Bust or Alfinger Haaland as attacked, you haven't. The reason why you're describing the challenge on, on, um, on Virgil van Dijk as attacked is because you're a Liverpool fan. And that's it. So... If your only reason you're concentrating on Virgil van Dijk's injury is because you're a Liverpool fan, means your, your opinion is not worth listening to. It's oh, bullshit. Yeah, I wouldn't get that far. But I think he like, Iggy got... Well, he's been, he's a, bit right, of, a bit of rattling going on there, Scott. Just be careful with your language is what I'm trying to, trying to get at. Speaking up slash out. Speaking out. I need to speak out. And then saying they were attacked feels like a Liverpool crack to me. And of course, they lost at home. Oh! <gasps> Sounds like you're cracking, mate. You're cracking. Maybe the club's cracking. You're losing at home in the Champions League against, oh, was it a- Atalanta? Never yeah. even heard of them. Atalanta? Never heard of them. They, They're um... beating you at Tino Anfield. There's, there's, there's fucking uh, Jurgen Klopp going mental about a fixture pile up and oh, they're playing this, this, this. Play. We've we played two games every 48 hours for the entire season. <laughs> Jose Mourinho's had a little bit, a, li- a little bit about it, but not. Not like just like fucking look, you want to win trophies, you want to be a big club, deal with it. Don't fucking whinge and moan about injuries and and and, and fixture pile up. Either you're a big club or you're not a big club. And Liverpool are a big club, so you as a supporter needs to be a big supporter with it. Otherwise <laughs> <laughs> Right, birds and that. Charlie Peach. Uh new name for, for the birds and that. Uh boys. <laughs> You know, for birds and that, could it be this, Flav? What do you think? <laughs> I can't say it. It's so stupid. It's great. I love it. Boys and or girls. <laughs> boys and or girls. I don't, it just doesn't have the ring to it, does it? Sorry for boy, boys and, it's just so PC. <laughs> boys and or girls. I can't like boys it. And boys or boys and girls or boys, girls and girls and girls? Boys and or girls. Well, girls and or boys. <laughs> So don't yeah, boys. You can have if you're into boys or girls or boys and girls, boys and or girls. Um, so the situation is Sonny, who uh, has been going. He really likes this girl at uni. Uh, you kind of need to go back to the last two podcasts. Go to the end of the last two podcasts, and you'll see uh, the the situation. But basically, there'd been a party. He played it too cool, but twice she asked him to go back and chill with uh, her and some of their heads. Um, and then uh, it it basically didn't work out. Um, and then the week after, he set up a video night. She came round, but she revealed that she'd been texting a guy from the week before and the house party. And now he was thinking, "Damn, is it over?" We and there was a, there was quite a response last week. Quite a response. So Dankenstein said, "Sonny should have gone ahead with the plan." So this was the plan of that, um, having three people there, his mate, and then his mate has to leave. They continue to watch films. Happy days. It makes his move. Uh, 
Um, so he says, Sonny, Sonny should have gone ahead with the plan. She brought the tree up. And so by tree, sorry, there's so much inside Jackson. The tree is the big six foot four guy who seems to have the attention of the, uh, I don't want to say target, but the girl that he fancied. Um, she brought up the tree to get a reaction and Sonny bottled it. Worst thing that happens is the plan fails. And when you get the same outcome as not going ahead with the plan. Download Tinder, Sonny. Get a few dates, then she'll see sense. So that was Dan Consign's idea on it. I want goals, said uh, in response to birds and that. Don't give up, Sonny. It might just be a shit test. And Tyler Norton had a different uh, idea. He said, don't wait and play second fiddle to the tree man. (laughs) Go on and live your life. And if she wants you, she'll have to come back and ask you now. High levels of self-esteem there. On final one. Oh, yeah, Elliot consulted his girlfriend. (laughs) <laughs> Elliot said, just checking in again, consult with my girlfriend for Sunny to get a different perspective. Because in my heart, I want to tell Sunny to keep going, but that might not be the best advice. Here's what she says. The Instagram is a bit of a test just to see how he handles it. Flav is right. It isn't over yet. Well, I said it wasn't over yet as well. What's That's a shame. Um, anyway. I resonate it... with women. Maybe. Uh, if this... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like a, I'm like a fog to women. Just pass by. If this girl ends up going for a lad whose bio includes Jim is my second home, she's only doing herself a disservice. Embarrassing to have that in the bio, so no doubt that this girl will get bored of Marcus and his twatty Jim antics. See where it's going with her and Marcus, because from the limited impression we have of him, it'll probably fuck up. Then Sonny, provided he hasn't been too clingy and keeps being that person she enjoys being around, will have his chance so several different views but the important one is the view of Sonny and it's important that we've got an update and here it is once again this feels like almost maybe the setup for next week where it really does come to the fore right Sonny uh, says this all right boys want to keep this as real as possible and I could make up something wild but that's just not me well done we don't want that it needs to be real our hearts have been broken too many times very fun He's a Villa fan, yep. Uh, It's been a quiet week this week. Been stewing over things and what my next (laughs) move might be. I love the idea of just him in his holes, just like tactics board, like thinking about Uh, what we're doing, writing stuff down with ideas. Doing this on tactics board. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then wiping wiping it all out (laughs) and then starting again. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Hang on. What my next move will be and whether it really is dead. She's, She's still chatting to me the same amount. We're still having a laugh when we see each other. Well, while I go back to my flat and play some FIFA, she goes to that tree with arms and plays with him. <laughs> Love my. Is she doing that? Though? Is that genuinely what's happening, or just is that what's happening in your? Well, they've been seeing each other for a couple of weeks. She said last time, or they've been texting. Who knows? We don't know. That's a good point. It's a good point. I hate that guy. Yeah. So you dicking this guy or what? Um, don't say that. Uh, Love my football comparisons, as you know. So imagine she's Manchester United. I'm Dean Henderson. I'm the second choice, playing in the Carabao Cup against Luton. Nothing too fancy, but I'm there if she needs. The tree with arms is David De Gea. The first choice, getting the big games, the big nights under the lights. (laughs) Uh, To go-to man for a big performance. However, love that word. (laughs) Love that word. However. (laughs) And Flav might not be too happy about this in today's COVID climate, but it is her (laughs) flatmate's birthday who I've met a few times, 
on Hello. Friday. And she's invited me round to a little get-together they're having. It's invite-only to stop too many heads coming round, so security don't break it up. Surely this is a good sign. This is the chance, boys. David De Gea won't be there. He's out injured, uninvited. This is my time to shine. The second chance. The scene of the crime where I fucked it up last time. How do I play it, boys? What's my move? David De Gea isn't in the squad. He's not invited. He isn't in the squad. Not available. He's not invited. You're invited. He isn't invited. Come on. That gives you... Come on. This is your chance. Don't like, not like, this is your chance. You've got to make a fool of yourself. Yeah. Is just play it cool. Yeah. Just talk to her. Just say, look, I really like you. I really like um, you. No. Are you doing that? Don't do what that. Do you... Don't do that. I mean, I, I'm nearly 40 years old. I. <laughs> What do you do? I, I say, look, I like you. I fancy you. I'm fit. You're fit. Let's go out and fucking. That's what I do. I think you're. I think. I think you stay. Stay. Um, what's the word? Not stealth, but like smooth. Try and stay smooth. This is a. This is a ninety-minute match. You know, you don't need to go. To go. Oh, can I come talk to you as you walk through the door and take her to one side? Because that's going to make the rest of the evening awkward. I think you got to feel it out. This is like wolves. You don't need to score in the first half. You just need to win the game. You've got to keep this long term. Because we don't know how serious it is with that guy. We don't know if it was a test. You've been invited to this. You've got to see what her body language is like, what she, how she's acting with you this on that yeah, evening. Do you know right. what I mean? You're right. Yeah, you are. You are. You're right. Just look for what the, the micro mannerisms. Look for her. Like if, when she touches you, how does she touch you? Does she slightly stroke your arm does she hold your hand a little bit longer yeah than, than, than <laughs> you just hold than, hands than... with friends here <laughs> how are you holding um, her hand when, when's that happening so if you're next to her and you put your hand and she places your hand on your hand on the uh on the side of the kitchen cabinet All right. in the hall okay and she she happens to let it linger or just let her finger a little bit longer on it sure. then you know you're in yeah 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 indicators I mean, of interest that's what you and and the, the, the madness, yeah, the indicators of interest, yeah. But the madness about this is that you either you you, you could be in, but you're so also so everyone else is in. <laughs> so, what do you uh, think you fancy someone else? The, well, do you know what? I think first things first, mm-hmm. in the first half of that evening, you've got to you got to go in there confident, go in there smiling, be in a really good mood, get it get it moving. You've got to dial up that flirting just a little bit, not too much. Keep that self-respect, but you've got to dial it up a little bit just to see if you get anything back. And if you do get something back, then then see see where it goes. See where it goes. If this isn't all sort of like black and white by the end of lockdown, then you need to go out and pull. That that's that's a standard, I think. Yeah. And right. going back to the first house party, I don't think you had the wrong idea there. Go in there, be sort of the life and soul but just be you know really happy smiling and don't focus on her initially for, for like I don't know five minutes it that tops five minutes but then like, it, it went like when you walk towards you spit on her foot and then walk away perfect <laughs> but yeah but then but then you need to kind of you need to work it that way you've got to, right. this is the chance mate this is the one Sonny come on boy Sonny also Sonny reckon could, I reckon he could knock out the tree like David and Goliath this is what this feels like, yeah. David and Goliath. Can you knock out the tree? And can you? Don't yeah. Can you? Tree. Can That's you make him? Do you know what you should do? Do you know what you should do? Bark him. 
knock him. You got like, now. You got to knock him that right. This is what you do. Okay, you go um, at some point when it feels right, not right at the start, but when it feels right, you go. Oh, you still chat to that guy then? What's he look like again? Show, get her to show. Let me see his Instagram. And then when you see his Instagram, don't mention that he's got big muscles and any of that stuff. Go, have you seen his bio? <laughs> and she'll go, she'll either not have seen it or she'll have to read it out to you. And you go, okay. and then after yeah, that, you don't react. You go, you go oh, okay. Oh. That's, oh, wow. so, oh, no, in, go, yeah, does he work out? Just, just go, no, just go, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow! Oh yeah, you got you got to tread right. that line carefully. You got to go. What's you, have you seen his you bio? Want, have you seen his Instagram do you bio? Want, do, you want, do you want a drink? All right. Yeah, and then me. That's go, it. Let's go. Wow! Right. Do you want a drink? We... <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's class. Wait, that's it. Let's throw some shade. Let's Mourinho this one. Do you know what I mean? Indeed, indeed. Played a long game, so right. good luck, Sunny. Godspeed, my friend. Yeah, man. Buzzing for next week. Ultimately, ultimately, Sonny, be kind. Just always be a good person. You know, you are a nice person. Anyone, you know, we muck about with these sort of birds and that stuff. But, you, you know, ultimately be kind to the other sex and be kind to the same sex. Course, Whatever you're into, just be a nice person. Because if you do that, ultimately, fundamentally, for 80% of you, it will come up trumps. Absolutely. I, I agree. Uh, just say that that tactic is based on um, an evening where um, a, a friend of mine, a fr- we were going out with a, a friend of ours who's a girl and she was bringing a mate. And one of our mates went, uh, texted us and went, dibs. And we went, sorry, what? <laughs> he went, Dib. he dibs. Went, dibs on the new mate. Dibs on the girl. Yeah. And oh, went, my sorry, God. Sorry, sorry, did you say dibs? And so when we saw acceptable. him, that is not acceptable. Exactly. So for, for the good of, for the good of it all, we were like, mate, I'm, um, yeah, you're not you're not getting her. No chance. Yeah. Anyway, I was we're gonna fiend on her. Yeah. Like so a pack of wolves, just so you <laughs> can't have it. You're like the old bloke out there, the old the old wolf who used to clean up. Now the young wolves are gonna manipulate. Isn't that, does she win out of this, Jim? Is that what's the answer? So, so the end of the story. The, the reason I came to this conclusion with the bio thing was so what we did was we were like, I can't believe you said dibs. And anyway, we got to got to a pub. We're all drinking, right? He's with uh, he's with I know he's with her trying to kind of chat her up, and I'm talking to my friend uh, Matt, and uh, we hadn't really spoken to her too much at that point. Um, and she was she was quite good looking, but she um she started kind of opening up the conversation, talking to different people, kind of getting to know people's names. And I'm talking to my friend here, and uh, she goes, "Are you two brothers?" And uh, I went, "No, no, we're not. We're not brothers." She went, "Oh, you look like brothers." And I went, <laughs> "I went, that is so weird." And she went, "What?" She went, "I was just thinking the exact same thing of you and Billy. You look like brother and sister." And then oh. he looked at me. Yeah. And he went. He looked at me. and went. And it was over. It was so <laughs> over for him. It was so funny. And, uh, right. and she was taken care of, and everything was happy, right? Yeah, and she, yeah, and we had a lovely evening. Yeah, good. the end. So yeah, good luck. Sometimes you got right. to fight fire with fire. Uh, Wonderful, Jim. Right, that has been fantastic. I think it's one of the best uh, Japan podcasts we've done. <laughs> do, do you think so? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to hear what Sonny's got to say next week. Uh, right, guys. Um, Sorry about the live show. We tried our best, but it's the internet's got nothing to do with us, to be honest. Um, if you want to join us on Patreon, I'll be back with proper internet very, very soon. Um, until then, get involved in the comments. Let us know what you want us to talk about, and uh, we'll see you next time. Wonderful. Sweet. You go, bud.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.